and welcome to The Gray Area, where I give interviews with developers, talk about gaming news and reviews, and focus on the interrelationships between gamers. My name is Genesee Gray, and this is the 60th episode in a weekly series called Landmine. Here with me are Kevin and Andrew from the Super Number One podcast tonight. Welcome, hello. gentlemen. Hello, hello. hello. for having us. Yes, yes. Thank you for being here. Should be fun, I hope. Last week's episode was a discussion with Vipin Drissel from Ubisoft, who spoke to me about the inside world of being a games tester there. Please visit www.genesee.com to add to the forum discussion on that topic and to tell me your story. Today is Thursday, March 29th, and we are going to discuss some gaming news, talk about our week, and debate the question, and it's a long question, can a woman gamer be beautiful, pose for pictures, and not be considered selling out or writing on her looks? In other words, i.e., can she be perceived as talented and beautiful without being a slut if she shows that? So, wow. Mm. I know your first (laughs) time coming on the gray area, I'm going to throw that at you. This yeah, this is this is what I I live for topics like this where I can totally like <laughs> piss people off and like alienate you know, I can't believe you said that yes yeah that's every podcast goal to alienate that's all right. the listeners I, I want to get uh, I want just people to know that Super Number One podcast is incredibly misogynistic and that's <laughs> <laughs> it's two guys just you know prove it out yeah yeah how could we be nice people at all it's can't no. no have a penis can't be nice <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> say you said we could say what we wanted. <laughs> oh, I'm disagreeing because I think you're both oh, very okay. nice. All right. All right. <laughs> okay, and just in case we run long today, we may just end up skipping the gaming news, um, <laughs> but we will talk about our news of the week. So uh, before we do that, let's talk a little bit about Super Number One Podcast itself. Uh, I was lucky enough to be a guest once on the show, and I'm kind of a new listener myself to your show, so I'd say maybe like four episodes in or something. So I'm just getting like the backstory on your your lives. I'm beginning to creep on you. (laughs) Yes. Excellent. So let's, let's talk about what it's about, and if you could share, you know, I don't know, how did you make the Super Number One Podcast? All right, Andrew, paper, rock, scissors. Uh, well, so th- our origins go back all the oh, way. Oh, you're like, just gonna go? All right, I'll just go. I'll just. <laughs> he's not even gonna it. roll. He knows Man. he's gonna win. Shit. Yeah. N- now I can control the message. His so name begins is... with an A. You should be used to it, Kevin. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you're right. You're right. But but so a long time ago, back in like 2000 or 2001, Kevin and I uh, started a web page called SuperNumberOne.com, and there was no rhyme or reason to it. It was just us being silly and you know, making silly little pictures and we'd write little posts about nothing. It was uh, like Monty Python meets like hackers kind of A thing. little bit. It, it was yeah. pre-blog. In so it, There was no Pictionary. Yeah. Well, it was more like Photoshopping. There was a lot of Photoshopping. Yeah. There was animated uh, GIFs. There was animated like, GIFs. Yeah. yeah. Good quality stuff like that that now is all of a sudden popular again. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. We were cool before it was cool, and now everyone thinks it's cool, and we can't like it anymore. Yeah, um, <laughs> you were a hipster before hipsters right, were hipsters. Hipster. That's right. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, that died, and uh, someone, some jerk, bought up the don- domain name and is sitting on it uh, <laughs> for all eternity now. And uh, at one p- in two thousand nine, I uh, moved away from Minnesota, where Kevin is, and he said, "You know what we should do? We should start a podcast." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> And thought, didn't think much of it. And my wife uh, thought even less of it. She's like, really? You're going to make a podcast? People are not going to listen to that. Oh, and uh, she, was ha- she was half right. But, um, 
But so, you know, Kevin has a background in audio, and I did not at all. And uh, so the first episode was me sitting in front of my iMac, uh, talking into the iMac speaker or iMac microphone, and we can all imagine how well that sounded. Uh, wow. But there was our first episode, and by and the you used you used a gym sock as a popper stopper. Yeah, it was it was real it was classy good. stuff. Oh, classy I was stuff. there like last month. I understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but by episode four, all of a sudden, I was practically on full time editing duty, having never done that before, and now we're. I, I just want to point out why that is, okay? <laughs> why you is know it? why that is? Is because you're really good at it, <laughs> and you are way more patient with the process than I am, because I get to a point where I'm like, I know for a fact there's five people in the world who can hear what this sounds like, you know, that this doesn't sound great, but mm. it's going out on a podcast that's just talking, and it's going to get dumbed down to 128 or lower anyway. No, no, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I, 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 yeah. Anyway, so Andrew, so you're what he's good saying at it. is I'm not I'm anal I'm, retentive. That too. Uh, yeah. Well, what I think is so funny is, is you're talking about your origins of this, and the last time I saw Andrew, he was like in the space station, surrounded by you know yeah, huge exactly. arm mic with like amazing <laughs> shock guards and like all this other technical equipment everywhere, and he's yeah. hardcore. He's but hardcore. I I, I, if, if I'm gonna do something, I might as well try to do a good job of it. So. That's sort of the stance I take with all things. Uh, but so, Kevin, you get the honors of describing to people what, what it is we do, if there is such uh, a... Well, we actually had long, long conversations about what is it that we do on this show? <laughs> because we, we, for a long time, or right when we started, we were like, okay, I guess we're going to be a gaming show. We're going to talk about video games, and you know, because we were both raiding in World of Warcraft at the time, and we were still... The Wii didn't suck nearly as bad... <laughs> and you know there was there was other games that we played and so we're like oh we'll be a, a kind of a gaming show and then occasionally we'll talk about other stuff well you know as the times went on we realized we don't play nearly enough games to be a gaming show not even not even by a tenth i mean we play games occasionally and when i get the chance and when andrew gets the chance we do but uh it's just we neither of us have current systems and you know that that sort of thing so uh we decided that actually you know what's more interesting is the fact that our geeks and and you know uh, video game gamers and all this kind of stuff, they like more things than just video games. I mean, everybody likes to geek out about something, and it's it's really more interesting to have a show that's about everything that people like instead of just one thing. And that was something that we were good at. We were good at talking about a lot of stuff um, every week, and not necessarily very good at fixing down on one topic per se. Mm, so so what we decided to do is like what do we like you know we like coffee we like the food origin of coffee bioengineered yeah. uh food products <laughs> exactly yeah i mean <laughs> no. it's like we like things like that but we also like having conversations with people about things that they like or you know conversations with authors or um having uh debates about uh uh you know current food trends and you know weird weird stuff like that but these are things that come through everybody's you know radar on a day-to-day basis you know i mean if you drink coffee you've probably had some point where you've been like you know i wonder how coffee blew well hey you can listen to supper number one you can find out more than you ever wanted to know about coffee um you know we have a lot of history channel and the sci-fi channel married perfectly yeah you know and then also a little bit of comedy central and then also (laughs) a little bit of cartoon network 
all mm-hmm. put together with, with a, a dash no of uh, Jersey Shore, maybe. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot and no censorship. So there's yeah, I, I do want to point that out too. Also, we're an explicit podcast, and when yeah. I say explicit, it's not that like you know we talk about horrible things that are going to offend you all day long. <laughs> it's just that we we use we use curse words. So there you go. And and you have like been to, warned. We we make jokes about anatomy because anatomy is maybe the funniest thing out there. You know, it's just very, you know, grade A, grade Z, toilet classic humor. toilet humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fart jokes. Everyone exactly. likes them. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> They're good. Perfect. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what we did. But it's we're we're actually continually developing, uh, uh, what we talk about. I mean, it's it's something different every week. Uh, we hardly ever revisit no, no, topic. No. You guys but. have unique topics. You wouldn't revisit that probably. Uh, we we have come back to something sometimes, but well, the nice part is when you're doing something long enough, you can, uh, you know, come back to it, and no one will remember. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I say we, we true. What what have we we're on now? Right, episode eighty something. Uh, I I'm editing eighty four right now. I think. Oh Jesus! Okay, I'm not sure. <laughs> and then if you don't count all the rad bear stuff that was spliced in in and out, you know, it's like yeah, there's a lot of content there. So good. All right, let's go to your news of the week individually. So, Andrew, what's going on for you this week? I know you're about to travel. I'm about to travel. Um, I uh, am going on a two-week trip. The first week is backcountry skiing in British Columbia, and then the second week is hanging out in London. So, wow, nice. What? I am, yeah, I'm super. <laughs> I didn't excited. know that. I thought it was yeah. a work trip. Here he is, <laughs> all ready to go have fun. <laughs> I know you were going skiing. I didn't know you were going to London. Yeah, so if you have any uh, tasks for me, I should hook, uh, meet up with Mike Bennett or something. I don't know. We'll yes, see. stalk Mike Bennett. Oh. Kevin's Maybe like, I've that. got 5,000 geocaches. You must go to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Andrew, you got to do that. You have I'll, to try to, I'll try to do at least one since uh, it'll be hard without a data plan, but I'll, I'll do what I can. You can um, do it. I mean, come on. No, I'll, I'll, do, I'll make my best effort. Yeah. So that's that's my next two weeks. Uh, this the first week is going to be epic, uh, skiing wise and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Helicopters, avalanches, those oh, sorts really? of things. I, I'm about halfway through your newest podcast where you're talking about how you have this little device that goes inside your coat and tells you like your altitude and speed when you're skiing. Yeah, that's just my iPhone. <laughs> it's just an I, app. Yeah, it's just an app on my oh, iPhone. You yeah. see, I've skied before, and I would never put anything breakable on my body. <laughs> yeah, like the well, first well wipe protected. out. Bye bye iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to get one of those uh, I or what is it called that jacket thing you were showing me, Andrew? That thing you put around your phone, you can throw it in the pool. You can oh the it, the life proof case. Yeah, yeah, you can run it over with a monster truck, whatever what? you want to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these cases called life proof. You can they're they're really nice looking actually. But um, is that so, the yeah. one that tested it by shooting one into space or something like that? Wasn't there a? Uh, I doubt it. I doubt it's that one, but I, I would not be surprised. <laughs> Okay. Um, so yeah, so that's cool. Uh, but what I've been doing this this week, the only interesting thing really, other than because work is not interesting, the interesting thing is I've been playing a ton of draw something. Oh yes, I've been playing with you. I know. And you're a way better drawer than I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes, depending on how much time I feel like putting into each one. Well, that, that's just it. Is I, uh, what I really like about this game is that I do not draw, or I have not drawn. Uh, back when I was maybe seven or so, my dream was not being a fireman, but it was being a cartoonist. And uh-huh. so I harbored those uh, that, that longing for a little while, and then I realized I didn't feel like I was very good at it, so I quit. 
uh, when I was oh. 11. And, uh, <laughs> you know, bought a couple it books. It was a short run. How to draw the Marvel way and that kind of nonsense. But, yeah, it's just something I've never done. And I've never felt like I could do anything with. And what's weird about this game is that it's, it's compelled me to actually draw things. And now I'm sitting here looking at iPad apps, you know, bona fide iPad drawing apps like Sketchbook Pro and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm thinking, well, I'm on my ski trip sitting in the ski hut looking at the mountains and the majesty and all that stuff. Like, I should really do a sketch of this. Oh. <laughs> so, you should. You it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. And I feel like what's fun about this, there's so many reasons why, why it's, it's a fun game. But the big one is, uh, A, it gets you to be artistic. Uh, B, it's sort of a teaching tool in some ways because the people you play with are often better than you. And so you get to learn, like, when I... the I learned this trick from you, Genesee. I You were drawing, you know, just sort of broad bulk shapes with colors and then outlining them with black outlines to give them definition. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And so now I start doing that. And so I feel like in the short time that I've played this game, I've actually vastly improved my drawing skills, uh, which is cool. So I did like thing- your headache with the vise. That was a pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was a quick one because I was at work doing that one. But um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know what I want to see? What I want to see now, now we have Draw Something. I want to see a game called Play Something, where rather than words to draw, they give you songs to play. And you have some instruments that you have to tap out the rhythm or the harmony in the song, send it to a friend, and they have to guess what it is. So basically, like, name that tune. Name that tune, but you actually have to perform the tune. You have to repeat it, yeah. Oh, I love what this is doing for my drawing abilities. I want to see what something like that can do for music ability. Mm-hmm. They have kids that's games a, like that yeah. I've seen before, where it's a listen in and stumble out the melody well, on that's your... what I need. <laughs> yeah. See, I long for a stylus. I need a stylus. Like, I can't well, properly play this with my fat finger. Like, I need a pen. Well, I have one. Um, oh. And I will tell you that it actually is not that much help. Really? Um, oh. I bet you proper artists could get a lot of use out of using a stylus because they're used to not resting their hand on, <laughs> yeah, on the surface. Sensitive. But I have to rest my hand on the surface to use it. And you know, there's a lot of note-taking apps on the iPad that have these uh, palm rest zones that allow you to do that, but this isn't one of them. <laughs> oh, see, I have so a I, tablet for drawing digitally, so I, this would be a lot okay. like that for me if I did. Sure, sure. Yeah, so I have one, and I use it occasionally when I'm playing draw, draw something, but most of the time I just use my... I, lately, I've been using my finger. Okay. Well, Kevin, let's move to you. What's your news? Um, not much for this week. Uh, I have been geocaching, so that's about the only like uh, real important game I've been playing. Um, I'm kind of interested in that. See, I never... Uh, I was kind of like, ah, eh, geocaching, but the more you talk about it, the more I'm like, maybe I should try that. It sounds really it's, fun. It, it's really fun. I mean, the thing that I really like about it the most is that I... I am not the kind of geocacher that I'm going way out of my way to go find geocaches. I'm not. I'm <laughs> You're not like that driving guy. along like, eh, all right, I'll pull over. <laughs> well, it's see for my for my GPS. I don't have an iPhone GPS. Um, I have a Garmin, and so I have to actually plan out. Okay, I'm going to go find these ones today, and then load them into my GPS, and then that's how I do it. I can't just do it on the fly. Mm-hmm. So what I'll usually do is like, okay, today I am going to be in this area and this area because I have to go get groceries and I have to go to work or whatever. And then I'll be like, okay, well, I have time to pick up, you know, two maybe. And so then I'll find two that are in those areas, and then I'll just swing by and see if I can find them. Now, like, the one that I went to the other day where I got mocked by Andrew. You got mocked? Was, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, here's the story. So I go on this little hike. It was only like about, I don't know, half a mile into this park. And I hike into the park looking for the thing. And I find it. Oh, and it's at the top of a tree. It's like 30 feet up into a tree. And I'm like, okay, wow. well, I, I can probably get up there. So I climb up and I got to about 25 feet. And then I was just too short to make it the rest of the way um, and be, it just wasn't safe because I, and when I got up there, I'm like, you know what? I'm mortal. Yes. <laughs> this is not a great idea because if I fall out, I'm, I am going to die out here. Is it worth so, it for that stick of gum or whatever's in that geocache? Well, see, I don't even take anything out of the caches. I just sign it. I and see, that's what blows my mind. Yeah. I just sign it and then you get, you know, you go back to the website and you get it to mark it up on your tallies, you know, so it's. It's, it's like, like a, just a little wow achievement or something. Yeah, well, it's like filling the bars, you know. It's yeah. Anyway, so um, I couldn't reach it, and I tweeted after that. I'm like, oh, I got thwarted by this thing, you know. I I got to come back with a rope. And Andrew said, "Go ahead, Andrew." Well, I just told him, you know, he's always going on about Lord of the Rings and how he's studying the the spaces between the characters and stuff, and for their secret meaning, and the fact that he forgot a rope when Samwise. The would entire never first book would yeah. never was going on and on about his rope, and yeah. uh, got to have a bit of rope. So, so yeah, Andrew got to make fun of me for that. I, I just feel like if there's a chance for me to out Tolkien Kevin, I got to do it. You should take it. Yeah. You should take it. I did. Yeah. I did hear your episode where you're planning to have like a walk through Lord of the Rings geocaching hidden, yes. you know, hidden story where you go to the different areas and they remind you of sections yep. of the book. I'm still I'm still doing that. I am uh, planning things right now. I'm just saving up caches because I need 15 caches. So okay, are you going to have the caches reflect the actual like areas? You know, are yep. you, Oh, okay. So it will yep, also like, be themed. Um, yeah, like uh, the Falls of Rauros uh, will be in an area around here that has a waterfall. So, but the actual cache is it going to have something to do with that area that was spoken about in the book? Is what I'm saying. Um, it'll more just be it'll. How, how I'm going to plan it anyway is that it'll be, you find it in this area, it's going to be titled, you know, like what the area would be in Lord of the Rings, and it's near an area that reminds me of that in my local area. Okay. And then um, uh, inside the cache is going to be one number of a coordinate, and then if you get all the caches, you get the coordinates to the final cache, which I'll actually have, it's just going to be a big box all full of golden rings. Oh, like I love Little plastic that. rings, yeah. So you can have your own ring if you get all 15. <laughs> Very good. That's clever. <laughs> so I'm saving containers right now. And uh, let's see. What else have I been up to? Um, I dug a hole today. <laughs> a very large <laughs> hole, actually. It was about three feet deep and 15 feet long. Are you burying people? No, I was uh, uh, doing uh, irrigation work. On a golf course, which is not very fun. It doesn't sound fun. Okay. Um, my news of the week, or the news of the day, I guess I should say. Not a lot happened today. I, I didn't have anything specific I had to do, so I actually have several things I need to do in the next month that I've been avoiding, and so I spent the whole day like really, really enjoying the fact that I'm avoiding doing them. Like, nice. So, I, you know, I was one of those sleep in, watch a bunch of things, and deliberately not do any of the things I really should be doing. So that's what I did most of the day. And then I went to karate. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to say, like, what happened to your arm? I saw a picture of you with a huge bruise. And oh, yes. Lately, what was that? Well, I take karate pretty much every day a week 
except for Saturday and Sunday. And twice a week, I have a teaching position at a different school. But the school that I'm training at, we've been doing a lot of uh, sparring lately. So, you know, every night it's like, you know, five different people or so you'll be sparring. And I was sparring somebody and they did a, a jump front snap kick and I blocked it with my hand rather uh, than my face. Mm. And because I blocked it with my arm rather than my face, it, it just kind of radiated out in a big bruise. It's kind nice. of preferable. So. That is preferable. It yeah. was preferable. And I just, I tend to bruise really easily. So I always look like, you know. I've been, I will go out and people will give Tinsy and dirty looks. Yeah, see, <laughs> Why that, are you doing that to her? Yeah, person? see, that's what happens here. Like, Alicia, she bruises if you, if you look at her <laughs> too strongly. Like, like, you have to make sure when you look at her, you're at least like a couple degrees off of where <laughs> no you're actually looking. Glances. So that they're, you know, like, oh, because she'll bruise. Whereas I literally cannot bruise. I have broken bones and that's the only time that I've ever bruised. So, Alicia can beat on me all day. And then, and I can like do nothing. And so people, she, she's the abuser and I don't even get blamed. It sucks. Oh, <laughs> that's very sad. <laughs> She'll it's hit really, you and bruise herself. No, it's, it's, she has, she is a good puncher. She is the older sibling of two kids. Oh, okay. So she has, she, she knows just how to get the knuckles just to do the most damage. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's something, you know, karate or Taekwondo cannot teach you really. Yeah. It's, it's older sibling thing. I don't I, I don't, have I had that training and it was fantastic. So yeah, yeah I'm also an older sibling. <laughs> yeah. See, there's, there's a, there's a, uh, some school that you older siblings go to that we're not allowed to know as younger ones. So what, what style of karate do you, uh, do? It's Mudaquan. Huh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's Korean. Um, I would say more karate and a little taekwondo, a little judo, a little of the smattering thrown in. Um, but mostly, mostly karate stuff. Hmm. I used to do kempo a long time ago. Oh, kempo! I and I that. did taekwondo for a little while in college, but I haven't done that in a long time. Nice. I've gone through several styles before, but you know they're they're kind of based all on. Hitting and kicking, yes. <laughs> right, right. I did Shotokan when I was in grade school. Ooh, Shotokan is a tough one. That I've had friends in Shotokan before where they've broken bones. They do, they spar full on. Yep. One. And that's I never was a fan of that. I I kind of think I shouldn't come out of this class with a broken leg or a broken arm. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I'm like you know ninjas and karate and stuff. I, I have so much respect for the whole thing because it's something I can't do. I just I'm not coordinated enough. Which is why I study Buddhism, which is like I can give some of the Orient stuff, but oh, I just, just, I, just I just sit around for a lot, so it's good. Good. All right, let's tiptoe to our topic here. Um and I should I should preface this with my disclaimer. Okay. So disclaimer, not intended to offend people. I'm sure there are phrases and and incorrect expressions that will probably be used through all three of us to express what we're trying to say but it's not meant to be offensive to anyone and there will probably be both sides debated just to be fair as well and if both sides are debated i would just like to say that doesn't mean that andrew and kevin which i'm going to probably make debate the bad side because i can do that as the host (laughs) doesn't mean that you're misogynistic pigs just they're just debating because i told them to thanks there you go and there will probably be some language as well i'm sure Okay, yeah. No sexist jerks, just doing what I asked. 
<laughs> and I should say that this awfully is awfully dominatrix of you. Isn't I know. It? <laughs> it's fun to be the host. <laughs> I should it's say this is not an anti-guy thing either, because I think I think the other side of of the debate, you know, if you do think that uh, someone who's a gamer girl who does you know post for pictures and stuff like that is you know riding on her looks or whatever i'm not trying to say like guys are extremely sexist or blame this on the guys because i think that people are responsible for their own actions basically so it's not an anti-guy question either just to put that out there well we'll talk about basement dulling mouth breathers at a different on a different episode so (laughs) yeah yeah. yes best (laughs) friends of the trolls right okay (laughs) so uh, also, you guys have to promise that if we do this debate, you can hate me for a few days, but then you have to remain friends. Oh, of course. Okay. Because I know I've spoken to Kevin before, and you guys have some seriously, uh, you know, intense debates, and I'm sure that it probably, <laughs> it probably makes you not like each other for a while, and I don't want to see that happen. Well, you, you have not heard the episode that never came out, so we'll oh, just Oh, really? That, it yeah. never came out? That, that's No, it, it never came out where, like, Andrew and I were, like, literally... Well, I shouldn't say Andrew was going, you're so dumb. And I was like, I hate you. Oh, my God, I hate you. See, well, yeah, yeah, that can happen. But then the next day we have to all be friends again. See, the unfortunate thing about that is it could have been a really good episode. And this is before I recorded Kevin's feed as well. And so he just deleted his thing because he realized after the fact that I don't know what you realized, but <clears throat> well, I think if you know, if we want to be honest, and either fun, you're being diplomatic and saying, "Ah, sorry, I was being a jackass," or no, <laughs> like, no, no. It, I like, feel remember? like I stepped in it now. Okay, well, here, you know, I don't want to divert off the topic too long, but I'll just, you know, in in the sake of being honest for the gray area podcast, is is that I was off my meds that week. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> that's why. For serious? <laughs> for serious? That's what people say when they. <laughs> Okay, no, for serious. serious. Like I, I actually take uh, um, an antidepressant, okay. and I, I decided like I'm not, I'm not gonna take this anymore. And I was off for that week, and it, yeah, it was not worth it. So keep taking your meds, people. So you They're were taking the the very dark side of the conversation. Is that what you're saying? No, I was no, taking was like this total like you know binary boots. thinking. Sort yeah, of. it was very much like you can't make me decide one thing or the other. Anyway, we're way off topic. <laughs> but anyway, what it in, I used my my vote as you know one of the members of Supernormal One. I used my veto, and that was the end of that. <laughs> that's that's a wise choice to have the veto. Built it was up. a wise choice. It really was. And, and, and I, it'd be one of those things that I kind of wish we kept it just in Historical case someone record. ever, if yeah, someone donated us a lot of money, I would give them that episode. That's yeah. <laughs> well, probably best. To preserve the friendship, though, which I'm I sure think is so. worth more than a lot of money. I, I don't think there was that, that was ever in risk. So. No, 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 okay. no. It wasn't like I hate. <laughs> I don't want to ever be reminded of this conversation ever again. No, no, I it's actually happened. pretty fun. It's pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, okay. premise of why we're discussing this. Uh, <laughs> I have a best friend who's a guy, and. I just have never had a whole lot of girlfriends, I'd say, that I'd gotten along with, one of which is because I'm really into gaming, and it's hard to find other women who are also into gaming. Um, I should say real-life women, not like online women. But anyway, I started t- talking with... I know they're obviously the same thing, but just in your local small-town <laughs> area. Not always. That's true. <laughs> anyway, in this conversation with my friend, uh, he knows that recently I've been really... Uh, kind of fangirling all over the fragdolls. I don't know if you know who they are, but they are you know, Ubisoft's girl gamers that are represented by Ubisoft, and they um, 
they talk about women gamers and try to bring up topics that would be, you know, of interest to women gamers and try to make, like, awareness of the fact that there are women who game. Um, anyway, and so on my quest to be a Frogdale cadet this year, which I ended up going to the second round of out of a couple hundred and being, like, in the top ten and still not making it, but maybe next year. Congratulations, though. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, it was nice because I got to meet the ladies and stuff. Oh, wow. That's that's great. Yes. So, you know, we've talked and stuff like that and they're Facebook friends and emails and things like that. Cool. But uh, in this discussion, he had no idea who they were or what this was about. So I sent him on some research and said, well, I think you need to go and check out, you know, who girl gamers are, who competitive winners that are women are, you know, look at some of these tournaments, look and get to know some of these people. So in his research, he came across, and this is not like a frag doll, but he came across a woman in a picture and she was supposed to be a gamer. Mm-hmm. And we ended up debating this because he felt like all the pictures he was running into of female gamers were just women who were trying to look hot or pretty and posed in a way that was provocative and didn't have anything to do with actual gaming, but was more like, hey, I'm hot, look at me, and I also game, by the way. And so he felt like I was on this path to sluthood. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, we we got pretty upset with each other, I would say, because he was, he was, you know, saying phrases like, I thought you were beyond this and other stuff. So I want to get a, an object. <laughs> you're, you're so over your slut phase, really. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> he did use the word domesticated. I, oh, okay. snap. Snap. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> we're still is, friends is and friend i respect yours, his opinion is, is he married by any chance he is not he's a that guy. would be yeah, there you go all right yeah he, he should have known that the only uh, person who can ever use the word domesticated is your significant other and then they will be proved otherwise in a most pleasant way otherwise yeah. they'll get their throat ripped out and exactly never ever say that oh. word again when he when he thought about that phrase, his internal Akbar should have peeked up and said, "It's a trap." You know, <laughs> that's right. It's a trap. He did not internal Akbar. That's awesome. <laughs> I like it so much better than a Jiminy Cricket. I think that is good. I like it. I like it. All right. <laughs> yes. Well, because he is my best friend, I get him. I let him get away with things like that that I would probably not other people. So he he didn't get called on that. He did. It was okay, but. Anyway, where I'm going with this is I have chosen a random picture. Uh, this could be a person who is a gamer. This could be somebody from the Bubbles I Love Little Little Ponies and you know Sprinkle Stars website. You don't mm-hmm. know, but I have sent you a she picture like of a girl. A <laughs> I am seeing this picture. Both of you, yes. yes. And I would like you. I'm going to describe this picture to the listeners, and I would like you to tell me what your thoughts on this girl are just by looking at her, what you would tell me about her. So first of all, to the listeners, there's a picture of a couch, and there is a woman, um, I would say like, I don't know, 20 to 30-something. It's probably 22, I think. Yeah, on on the couch. And she's laughing. Um, She's dressed in a tank top. I don't feel like it's a, you know, it's kind of a hamburger tank top. Yeah, it's kind of hamburger. It's like a striped black and white tank top and jeans. So she's not, you know, she's not showing a ton of skin, but she's got a tank top on, and she's she's kind of acting like she's just fallen over. So she's her head's laying down, and she's kind of like upside down on the couch, and she's hugging behind her knees, but she's laughing. Um, 
Okay, so that's a description for the listeners. Now, what are your thoughts on this on this person if you just encountered this picture for the first time? Let's go, Andrew. Um, well, she pretty much to me looks like almost every single college girl for the most part. She's got she's way too tan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But other than that, she's I don't know, she's dressed like a college girl. So, you know, tank top, a little bit a tiny bit of cleavage, but nothing uh, what some people would consider obscene, I guess. Uh, because I mean, I don't mind. Um, <laughs> but it, it's not. It's not like she's. Her her outfit is not provo- is not trying to be provocative. It's just an outfit, and she's attractive. I guess that's. No, you ask me whether or not I think she's a gamer. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just. To... I guess I'm asking whether or not you think this is like a provocative picture. Oh, I, I do not think it's a provocative picture. Uh, this is sort of like, I don't know. This is the the kind of picture a a boyfriend would take of his girlfriend because you know he wants a picture of her because it's goofy and she's happy. Exactly, and she and she's pretty, so you know it's a good picture. Um, Although she looks like my cousin, so it's a little weird that we're talking about our cleavage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> How smart do you think this person is? Like, what kind of um, education level would you say she has? Oh, this is the danger zone. Um, well, I, you know, I, I already said she's probably in college because uh, she just has the college girl look to her. Um, hmm. Gosh, I'd, I'd hate to say this, but I'm going to. English major? <laughs> okay, okay. English or sociology? Uh, There's no wrong answers. I really just want, like, a dude's perspective. So don't... Well, this you know. is not... Uh, I guess let me put Andrew's it. been in the college system for a long time. Right. He actually uh, can just go, like, English major. major. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me just, like, quantify this with my, my experiences that I uh, have been through college and graduate school. And uh, I have a PhD in physics. And so I sort of, I'm not saying this, that, that girls that look like this do not become physicists because I know some that are. <laughs> but uh, when you spend enough time on a college campus, you kind of, there's types. Oh, God, I hate what I'm saying right now. <laughs> no, no, keep going. You're right. You're right. <laughs> this is terrible. But you're asking me to stereotype, so I am. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, she could be anything. I, I, that's what I believe is that she could be anything. But if I were to like, if I had to stereotype, I would say English major. Okay, Kevin, what would you say? Well, first thing that when I saw this picture, I was very much struck by the fact that she looks like what's her name from Saved by the Bell. Mm. No, she does not. Yeah, she does. The, Amber, her whatever girlfriend? her name is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Zach's she, girlfriend. Yeah, she kind of looks like that. Mm, okay, I wouldn't say that. This chick's sure. I, I think that know. girl looks like um, she's sort of like have some sort of dwarfism. <laughs> you know, like she's like just her proportions are odd. Anyway. Tiffany it's Amber. I, Tiffany Amber. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's she's doing like the soup or something crazy now, isn't she? She does some sort of a soup. It's a show where she summarizes different things that happen oh, on television. Oh, okay. I thought you said she was like doing a show about soup. Not about soup, no. <laughs> I'm like, how the mighty have fallen? And she kind of makes fun of whatever happened on television. I don't remember uh, the show's uh, name. Okay. Anyway, as as I have to agree with most of what Andrew said there is that like there's nothing pr- provocative about this picture. Um, honestly, I look at this picture and I see it as very posed because if you look at her face, she's happy, but it's not a spontaneous happy it's a smile now 
kind of happy. Uh, and and okay. I and so I kind of look I see a story in there of like, you know, hey, do something playful over here so that I can take a picture of you, you know. And and so I see it as more of like I I want to have a nice picture for X reason, whatever that is. Um very attractive woman. Um I don't see anything, you know, as far as like what does she do or how smart she is or anything. I I really couldn't even answer that question because well, you can't definitively answer. I'm just asking for an impression on what you think. Just looking. Come on, Canada, I would say I would. I would say she has average intelligence. You know, I I don't see anything. It's like there's nothing in this picture that makes me go, "You're a dumb whatever," and there's nothing in this picture make that makes me say, "Like you're way smarter than me." Okay. So I would say you you're probably just like me, just average intelligence. Okay. Okay. Th- well, let me tell you who I'm not going to tell you who it is because I don't want to embarrass her. But I will tell you what she's known for, I guess. Sometime during the last 10 years, this person was the free-for-all Call of Duty champion of the world. The number one champion Ooh, of the world. Nice. Congrats. That's awesome. Yes. So this is a specific picture, one of which, that I ended up debating with uh, my best friend. Because he felt like this, and I've talked to several guys about this picture since then. Mm -hmm. And they felt like this picture was provocative because the way she's holding behind her knees draws emphasis to the fact that because she's upside down, some things are um, have a quarter inch more cleavage available than they would if she was standing up. If you know what I'm saying, they're kind of, you know, a little out there, not a lot, but a little. And so that this picture is designed to be um, attractive and it doesn't say anything about the fact that she is a gamer. This actually was, part of an article that featured her about being, you know, the number one Call of Duty free-for-all player in the world, but they felt like this could have been, you know, bubbles. It, it didn't have anything to do with with gaming, and unless she was shown in a tournament or with a headset on, and you could see the screen of her scores, that otherwise it didn't have anything to do with that. You can see a picture of her game face. Right, unless her game face was there. I guess my question would be, though, if you were to take a, the picture of a guy who was number one, why would it be any different? Well, I have you know, to say, that's... if you take David Beckham, okay, and he's no. in his underwear. Oh, Bex. Right, he's in his underwear <laughs> doing an underwear shoot. Nobody looks at David Beckham, I don't think, and says, wow, what a man whore. Like, yeah. I think you look, look at David Beckham, and I think women look at David Beckham and go, like, wow, Victoria Beckham, high five. And then they kind of say wow, he looks like he's really athletic. I bet he's an awesome player. Like, look at all his muscles. And look at his badass, I'm a, I'm a hero face. Like, I don't think people look at him and say, I don't think it leaves a bad negative impression because he's posing as something other than a player. Do you? I actually do. Um, okay. I, I am one of the people that, honestly, when I see ads for, like, he does H&M, right? I doubt I think it. that's his thing. I think he's I think, way too high profile for H and M. No, I think he does H and M. Really? I actually think he has a line of clothing there. But I think anyway. he has some sort of suits, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah I okay. don't know. Anyway, so like that or like the um uh Abercrombie guys Ugh. that are on the front of that. It's like I look at that and I go, honestly, I am just as offended by that as I am and I'm, I'm using offended not in the way that you may think, but I'll explain it here in a second. I'm just as offended by that as I would be by a picture uh, of a woman being exploited in the same way. Um, the reason is, is because I, I see the double standard. And I look at it and straight on and I go, there's no difference there. It's just that it's socially acceptable for a guy to not wear a shirt. 
other than that, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> and so I, I, I'm not, um, uh, okay. So what I, when I say, uh, offended, it's like, I don't like, Oh my God, I can't believe you. <laughs> you can't oh, stand it. Oh, oh, you know, and I have the vapors and I'm going to fall <laughs> over. You know, it's, it's, it's nothing like that. It's just that I, I look at it and I go, that isn't necessary. And it also doesn't sell your product. Ah, you know, showing skin. Yeah. Well, I don't think well, she's showing skin, but you're saying in the case of the Abercrombie I'm saying guys. like the like Abercrombie guys or the or like uh um uh the H and M David Beckham thing. Like there it's like okay, if you want me to buy your pants, why aren't you wearing any? You know, it's like that doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. Okay. Well the question I, I guess I have is if you see someone who's like this who is wearing a, something that you would wear out to, you know, go to the movies or whatever, a tank top and jeans, um, and not walking around in a bikini. The fact that she's beautiful, the fact that she has a quarter inch of cleavage on the top, does that make her slutty? Because everybody seems to be automatically going, well, you know, she's pretty, she's posing, and she isn't wearing a burqa, so she's automatically just using her appearance to try to, you know, get people to look at her. And that's the automatic assumption mm-hmm. that i'm getting from all the guys like because the guys think she's pretty and they're turned on that she must be trying to be provocative do you think in this instance that is the case well so like if i had a feature being done on me in a magazine i would hope that they'd pose me so sexily well, I, I, mean, I actually uh... <laughs> wanted to use that as an example to be honest if andrew was having a a photo shoot because he discovered some new like awesome thing about science i don't even know yeah that's not gonna happen <laughs> watch out ladies that's right, yeah, right. well it, okay andrew you're blonde you're an attractive guy if you were i would i consider you blondish so i'm sorry i'm, don't I'm definitely that. blonde yeah um if you had a picture taken Duh. of yourself sitting there you know and this was like physicist andrew wants to tell you about whatever do you think that people would look at that and be like, no, he's not a physicist? Because you're uh, not the type, quote unquote, of what a physicist should look like? I mean, to a certain extent, I guess. But, you know, you mentioned burkas, and I think so much of this comes down to the fact that despite how, how advanced we feel we are as a society and despite how much we look down on cultures like uh, like Islamic cultures where they're doing things like virginity checks in Egypt right now on uh, protesters, you know, to, to torture them, essentially. You know, and, and the idea of, you know, in Middle Eastern countries, they still stone women who are unfaithful with their husbands or if they have sex before marriage and all that stuff. And we look at that and we say, oh, those people, you know, they're so backwards and they're whatever. But, but we do the exact same stuff here. And... Any t- it seems to me like, and it's an exclusively a woman thing. It, it stems back to those old ideas where men are in charge and women are not. And so, you know, anytime a woman does something that would, you know, shame her man or bring shame to her family or whatever, we look down on that. We do it in these very secret ways, like, like this. You know, she can't possibly be a gamer because she's, you know, clearly a whore. <laughs> um, and I, I, I just, I feel like it really stems back to that, those ancient ideas about men and women and and despite how progressive we may think we are we're still doing the same bullshit (laughs) well i was really shocked to to speak to the people i did about this and kind of feel like there's this tie-in between beauty and intelligence where you know my friend was getting 
upset with me saying, I thought you were over that, or I thought you were beyond that. And he's saying things like, oh, you're so talented and creative, and you have skills, you know, why would you want to do that? I thought you were beyond that. As though, you know, if I posed for a picture and looked pretty in it, I was somehow negating the fact that I was actually a talented person, and I was only relying on the fact that I was attractive. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I I don't understand the correlation between uh, beauty and attractiveness and talent being like the opposite, you know, ends of spectrum. Mm -hmm. Well, I I guess how I would put this is that there's a lot of, you know, and this is especially true in most Western cultures, is that there's a lot of separation between the mind and the body. There's a lot of separation between what you feel and what you think to what you look like and who you are, you know, and a lot of that is from, uh, you know, a certain Mr. Rogers Sesame Street type culture, which is about, you know, it's about who you are inside and that sort of thing. And that's very true. But it's also about what you look like. I mean, you are a person. You are, you can't, you know, separate your, your feelings and your thoughts and your, your being from your body. I mean, you're a human. And so by the fact that, hey, you're an attractive human that most people find attractive, you know, that you're, uh, uh, you know, a, a uh, just happen to naturally be a attractive person according to current standards. Why should that be held against you? It didn't change anything. You know, that's that's it's very dumb thinking, in my opinion. Um, it, it's It's kind of the same thing of if you were to take it the opposite way as that, okay, if there was someone who was really ugly, should they be super smart? <laughs> right. You know, and it's like, well, no, that not necessarily, you know, maybe, I mean, and it just doesn't make any sense. Why should there be any, any difference between, or why, why would you even think that way? And yeah, I mean, I'm guilty of it too, because if you walk down a mall, and you see some girl and some guy, and they just walked out of uh, Spencer's Gifts or something. I automatically think less of them, or Hot Topic, <laughs> or something. You know, Where I'm they just shop. like, like why? Why are you in th- you? What you know? Why are you buying that? You know, and I, I don't think they're stupid people, but I'm like, that was a dumb choice. But then you see some other people who walk down the mall, and I go, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> just by the way that they look and the like the like what I hear them saying and it's wrong. I know it's wrong, but yeah, I still have that. But this picture that you you sent, I don't get the picture of like oh, this girl's dumb. Okay. You know, or she's using her her uh looks to get something. I I just don't get that from this picture. When part of this, I mean, where this I think in a lot of ways comes from is just comes down to statistics. Uh like going back to the English major thing, Statistically, uh, from my perspective, at least in science, uh, anyone who's not in science or math is an English major. <laughs> so, but but when you look at the sciences, um, uh, there's not a ton of women in the physics program. There's there's more women in uh, chemistry programs, and there's a ton more, it seems, in uh, life sciences, bio biology kind of stuff. And, you know, the, and so the really smart girls don't often go into physics. They, they do, but the percentages are, are way smaller. Um, they go into things like biology or uh, they go to med school and stuff like that. And so there's a statistical bias for that sorts of things and so for that sort of thing. And so when you see girls pop up in these areas, they're, you know, 
a little bit strange. And so you kind of go, whoa, that this is not something I expect. And I think the same thing is true in the gaming sense. Is we're so used to, you know, kids who hang out in their mom's basement for their entire life being the ones that play video games. And that's, you know, since most of us have grown up with video games, we've sort of, in our own ways, have developed that that uh, culture and stereotype. But now, in the last, you know, 10 or 15 years, the gaming culture has expanded drastically. So it's no longer just, you know, boys who like to do these things. It's, it's you know, become... And, and, you know, girls who are, you know, have that sort of, you know, geekier aspect mm-hmm. uh, to them, it's also becoming more of a mainstream phenomenon, but it's still slow to catch up with everyone. And so when we see, you know, someone who does not fit the type, it, it stands out. Well, that makes sense. They do say that 40% of gamers are girls, but the market doesn't cater towards them. It caters, no. you know, towards the guys and girls end up playing what they call casual games. They just don't end up being as welcomed into the hardcore quote unquote games. So I think like you're saying, you're just not used to seeing somebody like this and associating the tag like, you know, amazing champion of the world in Call of Duty. And you would never put those two together. So people assume that she must be, you know, stupid or she must be riding on the fact that she's pretty to be there and not actually talented. Yeah. Right. I I mean, I, I, I look back at my um, high school days when I was playing Dungeons and Dragons back then. And if you would have said, someday you're going to be playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons with a girl, I would have said, come on. <laughs> because it honestly, you know, back in, in the 90s, it did not happen. That's probably in, true. In my area, anyway. It, it did not happen. Um, and... I, I love that about how the culture has changed is that now there is a certain part of it that says, you know what, you can like what you like. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know, what gender you are, or how old you are or anything like that. You can like what you like. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And it doesn't so much matter about what you look like or, you know, who you are. You know, it, it's fine to like video games. If you're, if you're a woman, you can like whatever you want. You can like, you know, dragon slaying and just as much as the next geek down the road. It, it doesn't matter. And I very much enjoy that about how the gaming culture has changed. But at the same time, the gaming culture hasn't changed enough because you still see, I mean, the people that are looking at this picture and saying, you know, like, oh, wow, she's totally hot. You know, she must be just because she's hot, you know, that she didn't actually earn her title are the people who are trying to play that game and are no good at it. <laughs> And it's it's probably just a way to make themselves feel better, honestly. And so it's a way of like, you know what? Maybe you're just not as good a gamer as her. Hmm. Interesting. You know, maybe, maybe you know, <laughs> it's, it's what does it matter? Because if all this, if if what you were if you're playing against someone, you know, online, and you just saw, you know, you just got fragged by, you know, hot chick thirty seven, <laughs> or, or whatever it is, you know, you'd be like, oh, it's some dude. Yeah, it's the first thing you would be thinking, <laughs> if, especially right. if you play WoW. You know, you'll be like, "There's no, there's no females to play this game." But um, because well, she's she's already going to shame you for your uh, sexual inadequacy, so <laughs> that's the last thing you want to, for her to take your last bastion of security away from you, and you know, multiple headshots in a row. You know, that's that's actually a good point, Andrew and and Genesee. I, I actually wonder what you guys think about this. Is about um, do you think that the reason that women are kind of disparaged against in the gaming community is because guys 
feel really threatened by the fact that, you know, women are just as good. I think it's more of a, you know, this is our boys club and has been for a while. And maybe it's a way for guys to actually hang out and spend time with each other without being all touchy-feely like we're best friends. You know, I think a lot of times it's a way for people that, like you guys, are long distance. You get online, you talk to each other. And this is a way sometimes for guys that are in clans and things like that to get to know other guys and spend quality time, quote unquote, without being like, yo, dude, I love you. You know, and maybe they just are annoyed that women are actually intruding on their bro time. I, I'm not sure why. Although I well, just before you before you say anything, I, I do think that guys need to like you know back off from the bro thing. <laughs> you know, like you know, what are you doing? Like, hey, hey, you want to hug over here? Yeah, I want to hug. And then you, they hug, and then they slap each other on the back. Yeah, I'm hugging you, but I'm hitting you. You know, well, it's, the it's also just goes with the the amplified homophobia on the internet. Yeah, so. it's just like back off. You know what? It's like we all have the same emotions. We really do. So just we all like to be touched. It. We oh. all do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, so I, I guess I would like to say though that uh, I mean, I, from your perspective or your conversation, at least, it was a guy you know ridiculing this girl. But in my experience. I've seen a lot more ridicule from other girls of someone like this, you know. Absolutely, that's some a of the most venomous uh, criticism of people like the frag dolls I've heard come from women. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, so, what's your perspective on that as a woman? <laughs> I think that there's a difference between going to the beach and getting photographed in a bikini, and standing in your living room in a bikini getting photographed by yourself. I think context is everything. So I know plenty of girls that are my friends that have stood there and, and like taken a picture of themselves in their living room with a bikini and posted it. And that's basically just saying like, hey, you know, I feel kind of low about myself. How about you tell me I look nice today? Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, that, that's one thing. And that's, that's kind of um, pandering, I guess you'd say, for compliments or trying to put yourself out there as uh, sexual <laughs> versus... I happen to be at the beach and I'm wearing a bikini and my friend took a picture of me and I'm going to put that online, which is an entirely different thing. You know, when you post pictures of yourself, if you post them in such a way that the top of your head's cut off and your chest is visible, I think that's kind of saying something versus if you just have a picture of yourself smiling. But the problem is there's such a fine line to that, that that's pictures like this, which are, I consider fairly innocent. Anytime you're attractive and you get photographed, and someone's jealous, they're going to say, oh, you're just trying to be a, a gamer slut, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And there are people that just try to get into, because it is kind of a, a closed market in some ways, there's tons more guys that, that seem to be visible in the gaming world. If you're a girl and you want to, you know, be extra cool, now the thing is gamer posers, which everyone has articles on you can read, where, you know, oh, you're not a real gamer because you don't play X, Y, and Z, or you're not a real geek because you don't know the entire history of the X-Men. You know, right. you, you only read this one thing. Like, the classifications of how geeky you are to be considered, like, a true geek, or how many oh. games you have to play to be considered, like, a true gamer girl. Because some people are theorized to be just you know posing so they can be a part of the group and be like one of the rare girls mm-hmm. I, it, I i just listen to that and i go who are these guys <laughs> who are they it's you're you're an idiot is what i will say <laughs> and i will flat out i will flat out say that any guy's face who who says that like oh you don't know the entire of this or you don't know the entire of that oh yeah 
okay, well, can you tell me the like the correct way to uh, to to do I don't know apply blush, or like okay, well, obviously you're not a real person then, <laughs> you know. I, you don't know everything about everything. You don't know everything about geekdom or not geekdom. And if you think you do, you're fooling yourself. And if you think that's important, you're double fooling yourself. Right. Well, <laughs> you so know. some of it, I think, definitely stems from uh, what I grew up as in sort of, you know, my vision of what, you know, being a geek is um, was sort of you, f- you formed a community around people with similar interests that were not common interests. And uh, that, in a lot of ways, was sort of a security blanket because you needed you, you were having a hard time finding a way to fit in with what a lot of people considered normal. And, and this is being way too generous to most people on the Internet because most of them are just gigantic douches. But some of this, I feel like, stems from the fact that, you know, a lot of what I would say our culture, geek culture, is – has in some ways been co-opted a little bit by popular media and popular fashion. And so now, you know, it's common for people to say, oh, I'm, I'm, I, I dress like a geek, or I am a geek because they dress like what people think geeks dress like, you know, which mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to me. And, you know, and at the same time, we'll n- would never have an interest in, you know, playing video games or reading Tolkien or, you know, classic nerd things to do. And so I, I see some of this pushback with you know, quote unquote, normal looking people doing, you know, geeky kind of stuff is sort of a a defending your culture because it was the one thing that gave you identity and people are freaking out about that. Well, there's always that sort of thing, even with like, if you take those who are into tattoos or those who are into, you know, edgy stuff that you would have considered you know, right. very rebellious earlier is now. You were hardcore, and now all these people are posers, right? Right, and that that happens with a lot of things. I have to say for myself, I haven't had a lot of negative reaction. Uh, I've played, you know, plenty of stuff, MMOs, and and different first person shooters and stuff. I've never really had a guy give me a direct, you know, you suck because you're a girl, or what are you doing here, or make me feel unwelcome. I I've always been very welcomed. I thought in the gaming community, there are just things. Just wait till you're a frag doll. <laughs> well, there are things that that are sort of. I don't know, just built-in stuff you have to learn to ignore or things I'd like to see change. I mean, anytime something, something is weak or something doesn't attack you well and it's easy to kill, oh, you know, you pawned it like it was a girl. You know, there's always that negative, anything that's, you know, anything that's weak is a girl, anything right. that's emotional and, you know... Girly. Is girl, you know... Throw like a girl. Throw like a girl, all that stuff. There's always the like a girl, which is upsetting or... You know, we should try and rebrand bitch, you're that. You're a bitch because you're, you know, and that's not said to me, but said to other guys. You know, oh, stop whining yeah. like a bitch. Yeah. You know that oh, kind of thing. We should try and rebrand that. We should really uh, let let let's change it to uh, you know you throw like a four tree. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that. Let's just let's change it to that. See if it catches on. Because I honestly, it doesn't offend me. So <laughs> this is probably true. But uh, it. You know, I'm looking right now, I'm just kind of doing a search on to see what came up under, you know, kind of gamer girl okay. image stuff. And one image that came up that actually kind of uh, interests me is that there's an image of, like, uh, Felicia Day. Mm-hmm. Um, very attractive woman. Uh, very talented actress. Very talented writer, producer, whatever she does for her show, you know. But honestly, did she get famous because she was a gamer? No. She was talented. 
Or people would say she was dressing like um, her character, and it's going to bother me now. Who's the character she dresses in the guild? Oh, it's going to really bother me. Anyway, she was dressing like her character in the guild, and she's attractive, and she sang a song that everybody knew, you know, Mm -hmm. Would You Like to Date My Uh, After? Yeah. And that's why she became famous, because she's really pretty, and she sang well, and so people... You know, Codex. Thank you for that, my brain. Yeah, Codex yeah. is the character. That song is auto-tuned to hell, so she didn't sing all that great. You don't. Sing? Whereas, like, I already. She sings very well. She's yeah. actually like a, a a talented uh cellist, or is it violinist? I'm not sure, but it's I like actually I knew think her she has Doctor Horrible before yeah. she, I knew the right, guild. So. Doctor Horrible. That's true. She she actually I think she has a degree in violin, or something. Like that. She's very talented that way, but um, it's. I, I knew her from Doctor Horrible also, and that's why you know I I liked her because she has she has a very pretty voice. She's a very good singer, but like that song is really horrible. <laughs> really, I love that song. I I just can't get into it. I I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just anything that starts like totally like going into into wow stuff. I'm like, that's why that's why I love it because it's, it's totally appropriate. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, I like that game. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, any, anyway, your point about Felicia Day was that she's beautiful and... But I think she she got to where she is now based on talent and not on that she's beautiful. And the fact that she's beautiful shouldn't be held even in the same way. It's like talented and beautiful. Wow, double whammy, great. You okay. know, it shouldn't be one or the other. It should be both. I mean, I, I just don't see why it has to be one or the other in people's minds. It, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I don't think that people view me that way well maybe they do if you're riding around in your mower with your shirt off are you doing it to be provocative or are you just hot for the day <laughs> i'm doing it to scare the children in the neighborhood <laughs> uh, and the wildlife <laughs> yeah and the wildlife, <laughs> the wildlife. <laughs> like, who let that white bear out oh, oh. <laughs> yeah it's frightening <laughs> It knows how to use power tools. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess, you know, that, that's actually a good point there, though, is that I, I guarantee that most people who would meet me would have no idea what I do for a living. Okay. I've only seen you it know, a couple times, so I can't say. I have yeah, well, I mean, if you just saw a picture of me, like the picture that's on my Skype thing right there, what would you think I do? Yeah, no, I don't know. Lurking. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, what do I do? I dig up bodies. I'm actually a... <laughs> Um, a resurrectionist yeah. poops in graveyards who you're knows? a professional mourner and yeah that'd be good you're just you're just a goth ponderous motherfucker <laughs> yeah i just like I like to sit oh, in the graveyard is me i feel so dark today no one knows my sorrow <laughs> <laughs> mm. you're second baseman for something That'd be good. That'd be really nice. No, but it's, it's, I, you know, I've met a lot of people who they meet my wife and she's like, oh, I'm a graphic designer and I work here and I do all this stuff. And, and, and they totally see that and they're like, oh, yeah, so you must be equally successful. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but yeah. no. You know, like, what do you, well, yeah, but no. You know, it's like, no, I don't, I don't do a white collar job. I, I go out and I literally fix machines and dig holes all day. No, I don't see that makes you not as successful. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it that way. But what I'm saying is that, like it, it, like my, you probably wouldn't have picked that because of who I'm standing with and the way that I dress when I go out. Because mm-hmm. I don't dress in Carhartt when I go out. You know, even that's though that's true. what I wear to work. People like so, types, and you're not fitting yeah. your type. 
Yeah, and so it's 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 different. But when you see someone who, um, like like you see any of the frag dolls or any any woman gamer who actually cares about like how they look in a fashionable kind of sense, you know, it's it's uh, why should that be held against her? Because you actually have more than one interest and actually care about. I don't want to wear sweatpants every right. day of the year, wherever you know. <laughs> It's like, and, you know, and, I, and if you want to wear tight clothing, is that not your prerogative? You know. Yeah. If you feel good that way, well, then cool, go for it. As long as you're not like showing the goods to you know kids in the mall. I mean, who you know, it's fine. Well, this was a, a discussion that I did have with my friend, where he's like, you know, do you have to wear shirts that are two sizes too small to prove that you're a good gamer? And get, because you get your picture taken, you know, wearing a tight shirt. Why do you have to do that kind of thing? You know, why can't you just? I don't know what what be domesticated i don't know what he thought like people should do and i was trying to say like even newscasters try to look their best and you know you don't see a whole lot of really unattractive newscasters or you know weather people it's just something that if you're in if you're in the public eye you try to look your best you don't have to be slutty about it and show a lot of skin but if you're wearing a tight shirt does that make you a sellout because you're doing that no, I don't, I don't think it does at all because, you know, it. me and my wife watch a lot of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I mean, we really do. We watch a lot of it. And the one thing I've learned from that show is that um, the one thing that, that uh, will make a person feel good about themselves and feel good about what they're wearing is if it fits. Right. And, like, if you're wearing, like, big baggy things, yeah, it may be comfortable, but it's not going to make you feel, like, you know, uh, powerful and confident. You know, it's something you wear around the house, you know, because it's comfortable. Like what I'm wearing right now is big and baggy and whatever, because I'm wearing it around the house. I'm not going out. If I'm going out, I don't wear things like this. You know, I actually try and wear something that's a little more, not fitted, but, you know, more fitting. So, yes, rabbit, I have no pants. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you feel like we have debated this from both sides or do you feel like we've been very biased towards the obvious side that i'm on <laughs> I, well, I think the problem is i think you you brought two guys who are often we, we've been friends for so long that we're often very much of the same mind yeah <laughs> so you really got uh that and, that and we're we're both pretty pretty progressive i think so yeah <laughs> so at least we at least try to not be complete assholes, and uh, I think that makes all the difference in the world. <laughs> you know, I, I guess that's a good way to kind of you know wrap up what I think about this. Anyway, is that it's all about don't be an asshole. I mean, really, if if someone came up to me and said, "Boy, you know those pants are kind of small. You must be a total gigolo." <laughs> you know that you, you there's no possible way you could know anything about Tolkien because you're a you're a man whore. <laughs> you know, I would be like, "Whoa!" You know, and I, I, it would really offend me. So why would you do it to someone else? Well, right, Kevin? Though, really, would that offend you? Would you if someone call me like, an animal? All right. You'd no, be like, I. Hey, yeah, buddy. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be a yeah, buddy because I'd be like, "That's not what's happening." So, uh, <laughs> you know, and even that, yeah. You would disregard no. the man whore for the diss about Tolkien. No, see, <laughs> I would not. I would not. I would. I would still be. I just wouldn't understand, I guess. And that, that's a th- it's like Henry Rollins has a thing. He does spoken word where he, he talks a lot about um, racism and sexism and, and things like that. Um, and he talks about it as if 
he just can't understand it. He he he's like racism and sexism and things like that. It's like a curb that's one inch high, and I cannot see how people cannot step over it. Mm. You know, and that's kind of the same way that I feel about it. It's just like I can't understand the mentality, and so it's hard for me to even think on that side. You know, it's like I can see it happening, but I can't, I have a really hard time looking at it and going, well, it's because you know X and Y. I, I just can't really wrap my head around it. Okay. Well, we're getting to the point where we're wrapping up, but I haven't let you really talk about any of the topics. If you had brought any that you wanted to discuss, I wasn't sure. <laughs> this is good. this is a topic with plenty of mileage. So yes. Well, I'm feeling a little bit better. Um, I think people like to pigeonhole people into a single purpose. You know. Well, Andrew, you're right. a physicist. You couldn't possibly be a husband and a you know dad, even though you're not. And you know other stuff like people have different aspects of them, and it seems to get people very threatened when you step out of your you know traditional one-dimensional purpose. And I right. think that's probably what's happening with my friend. Like he sees me as domesticated, and it, it's freaking him out that I'm I'm stepping out of the the way that I should be in my path there. Right. And that's probably the case with some of these these women as well you know you have a preconceived idea of what they do and then you find out it's not that and that just people get very dis- disoriented by it mm-hmm. you, you know i actually do have one thing to say again is that maybe what your friend was actually thinking is he was actually just being protective oh he, is. A, he, he does mean the best yeah and uh, that's what i was just thinking you know there there may be just a, a strong possibility that he was just you know, like you know i i don't see you this way you shouldn't be put into a position where other people could see you that way I think that's you his know. fear. He fears yeah. that people are going to look at me and say, you know, oh, well, you're not talented. Oh, well, you're just right. slutting it up and using your looks. And, and you're totally uh, self-absorbed and, you know, concerned about your outward appearance. And that's what he's well, afraid people are going to say. That's the frustrating thing, too, because there's not a single person in the world that doesn't want to look and feel attractive. And that those that does not have to conform to, to standard you know, definitions or commonly accepted definitions of what attractive is. But there's not a single person that doesn't want to feel good about the way they look or, you know, their body or whatever like that. And everyone, I'm sure, has their own body issues, whatever they might be. And so it's just it's just ridiculous. And, and so much of it probably, or all of it, stems from personal insecurities getting in the way of, you know, letting people do what they want to do. So, yeah, like my body issue is I'm just way too attractive. <laughs> you just have to hide it. You have to. Yeah, I, I, I literally have to like scar myself, and it's it's the only way. And put on lots of clothing and hats. Yeah, yep. lots Grow of hats and, and hide behind tombstones. Hair. And tombstones, yeah. Like you, you don't want to see my right hand. It's beautiful. <laughs> Your left yeah, he, hand's quite attractive. <laughs> he's yeah. been he's been uh, asked to be a hand model several times. Many just, times, turning it down. <laughs> Actually, my wife is very jealous of my nails. They're perfect. My wife's jealous of my eyebrows. Mm. Things to be jealous of. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's just that's just touching scratching the surface, really. Mm. It is. You should see. Like I have a look. It's blue steel. It's. (laughs) It's good. It sounds frightening. Mm -hmm. Do you stop ninja stars in the air? Uh, no, not quite. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not going to give that a shot because I. If I. If I. I. if I look too good, it'll turn the throwing stars around and someone will get hurt. So that's right. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's right. I don't have that kind of control. 
<laughs> I thought you were going to say if you look too good, people have expectations, which is how I feel. <laughs> yeah. There's that. There's there that. could be that, too. <laughs> yeah. It's better if people just think of me as a simple man. Aww. So. All right. A big thank you to Andrew and Kevin. Wonderful to have you on. Well, thank you for having us. From the Super yes, one this podcast. was awesome. Yes. If you'd like to leave some feedback or keep up with the news, you can find them at the nth andrew on twitter or at the four t and god i want to say tree every time i spell it that. Is oh, it is, is tree. It tree it is tree oh good every time i write that on twitter i'm like i want to say the four tree and it, every yeah, time i listen four. to the podcast it sounds like four t yeah the studios are four t but uh, that's because my warcraft character is named mr t yeah and kevin's is four tree so it's so it's the four tree yeah the four tree okay the four tree the four tree and like a plant. Like a plant. Four of them. Like a tree with four four uh, trunks, which is what it's named after. Ba-dum. I wish I could remember Man- Manoa. What's the name of the tree that has all those? It lives in the swamp where they... Never mind. We'll talk about Sycamore? that. Sycamore? We'll talk about that after. <laughs> all right. You can find their podcast at supernumber1.libsyn.com. You can find me on Twitter at Gray Area Podcast, at Facebook slash Gray Area Podcast, on iTunes, or now at Twitch TV, which is Twitch TV backslash Genesee. If you have any gray areas in your relationships or just need a new perspective, email your questions, advice, or suggestions to GeneseeGray at Yahoo.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week with a new episode. Hey everybody, Rabbit here with a public service type announcement. As you may or may not know, Genesee used to have sponsorship for her podcasts but she doesn't anymore. As such, I suggested to her in the meantime that she could put up a Amazon wish list. And after many, 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 many messages on Facebook, I finally convinced her to do so. Genesee was very hesitant and uh, felt weird about saying this herself, so uh, the bunny will do it for her. So if you have enjoyed her Gray Area podcast, and you might want to return the smile or uh, good times, you now have a chance to do so through the Amazon wishlist. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com and do a search for wishlist and type in Genesee Gray at Yahoo.com and it should pop right up there. And when I checked it this morning, gifts range from some books at around $10 was the low range. And then it was a few games that are older games. So they were sort of, you know, mid-range price, like around 20 25 bucks or so. And then it was at least one or two uh, newer games that are, you know, around 55 to 60 bucks. But if you have enjoyed her podcast and want to say thank you in a way that is not a direct donation of monies, you can do an indirect donation of monies through uh, getting a gift. You can go to the Amazon wishlist and pick out something and send it to her. And if you can't afford to send a donation, but you do want to send some appreciation to your favorite podcaster, Pretty much all of us do appreciate getting a little note now and then. Send an email or post on the Facebook page. Okay, that's it. Okay, thanks, bye.